You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hey, everybody, it's Jack Barksdale here. Welcome to another episode of Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today, we're going to be talking about Verlin Thompson. It's going to be really fun. I'm here with my mama, Clara Barksdale. Hello. Yeah, this episode is sponsored by Rocket Music Gear. Haley Smith owns the company. She's awesome. She, she is uh, awesome. Yeah, she's a great uh, musician, and she makes these awesome guitar straps. Uh, they have cool guitar picks, stickers. She just sent me a hat, which you can go to to her website you can get all the all these things uh but they're they're really really cool but yeah definitely go look it up rocket music gear she's a cool uh, yeah she's a cool person a great mm-hmm. entrepreneur yeah a friend to musicians a musician herself yeah it's pretty cool mm-hmm. so let's get right into it verlin thompson verlin thompson He's the coolest. He is. He's one of the probably the coolest things since he's been born. <laughs> he he's just a really neat guy. Like he's he's awesome. Yeah. Verlin was a guitar player, I believe more around thirty years for Guy Clark. I'm not quite sure. The because whole I believe there. that so I know that the first album he worked on with Guy was one called Old Friends, okay. which is an amazing album. And that came out, I believe, in the 80s. Also, a cool tidbit on that is the song Old Friends uh, is on his on the Guy Clark tribute album. And yes. uh, Terry Allen is singing the song. But one day I was just driving down the road. No one else was in the car with me. I was listening to the song. And I could hear the harmonies perfectly, and it's got it's uh it's Verlin singing the harmonies. Yeah, on that, which is so cool. Yeah, and, I love that. And, Sorry, uh, a little side note. There. Yeah, and the the tribute album is called uh, "This One's for Him." It is amazing. And Definitely which song go does check Verlin do on there? He does "All Through Throne, Good Love After Bad." Yeah, um, which is a great song. That guy did, and also <laughs> Verlin just does it so well. Yeah. But, uh, so he... Which, yeah. the main point of this podcast is that we feel like Verlin pretty much does everything yeah, cause really well. He, <laughs> he's an amazing guitar player. He is such a good songwriter. If you go listen to his, his albums, uh, one of my favorites is called The Works. You can go on Spotify or anywhere um, and listen to The Works. It is amazing. It's The Works. <laughs> good. But, uh... But yeah, he has some amazing songs, and uh, he's a great storyteller. Just oh the way he can tell so a story, even a live show. We met Verlin at a house concert. Yeah, um, down in Fisher, Texas, Stallion yeah. Springs house concert. Yeah, it's awesome. Amazing. It's very intimate. You really get to be a part of the show, especially with Verlin, because. If you've never seen a Verlin live show, sometimes he just unplugs and wanders throughout the crowd. It's awesome. <laughs> Which is amazing. And you think, what? But it is charming and it is 
it's magical when he yeah. he comes out and starts singing the song amongst yeah. walking up and down the aisles yeah. of the of the patio chairs. He's also just a great singer too. He uh, is. Uh, he uh, has a really great control. Yeah, and I forget who said this. It might have been you actually, who said that Verlin's voice is like a warm hug. <laughs> it's like a warm hug. They, and but it's part of that. Like it feels like that. I don't know. I, I stand by that statement. I am a huge Verlin Thompson fan. Yes. Um, so we met him at this house concert. Yeah. Which you were pretty... Yeah, it was really... Was that our first... I think that might have been the first house concert we'd ever gone to. Yes, yes. I remember because uh, Rob, who... Uh, Rob McDonald. Rob, Rob McDonald. and Tanya McDonald put on the house concert yeah, down there. Yeah, and I remember you telling me, like, this guy who has a house concert friended me on Facebook. He said if if uh, if you and me ever want to go out there, that uh, we we're, can go. We're and, he, and he invited us to Verlin, and we're like, we had never seen Verlin before. We just heard, oh, Guy Clark's guitar player. We're going to see that. Yeah. And uh, you were, I think you were ten. Yeah. And right. when we went down there, and Verlin played for like forty-five minutes, probably. Yeah. And then there was a break, mm-hmm. and during the break, uh, Rob uh-huh. told Verlin that you do a Guy Clark song or two. Uh-huh. And Verlin was, I, I think, kind of fascinated that this little kid was singing Guy Clark song. <laughs> so he had you get up in the intermission yeah, and sing some before that he started his second set of the night and had you sing your Guy Clark songs. And... It was the coolest thing, and it's probably the only time I've ever been nervous playing a show. It's the only is time that, I've ever seen you that, get nervous. Is that I was playing the Guy Clark song, and Verlin jumped on stage, started playing the lead parts, and that he played har- all those years. Yeah, and he sang Guy. harmonies, and it was the coolest thing. It was it was magical. Verlin's magical. Yeah. That's what he brings to all these different things to his guitar playing and his songwriting and his storytelling. He's just got this magical element to his personality. And there's a lot of times, like, you think that uh, a set or a, a show, it it goes this certain way. Like, you play your songs, you take a break, you uh, play more songs, and then you're done. But Verlin, he plays some songs. He uh, takes a break. He unplugs, goes out in the audience. He tells he stories. Tells stories. Uh, he <laughs> I had never experienced anyone weave the songs and the stories and the, the music all together so seamlessly. That it, it's an entire presentation. And then sometimes people do that, and then you go see their show a second time, and it's kind of like you see it the same it's show. It's exactly the same, right? But Berlin... You never know where he's going to go yes, with it. Yes, <laughs> and it's always different. It is the coolest but thing. But the quality of it never changes. The content yes. changes, but the quality of it is always superb. Yes. And I'm using all my superlative adjectives to describe <laughs> Berlin, but he is deserving of that. Yeah. He's pretty amazing. And uh, so like I was saying, uh, so the first album that he played on with Guy right. was with Guy Clark was called Old Friends. And it is 
a great album. I love the song Old Friends. Uh, but uh, that was the first song that he, he met Guy and he played on the album. And then uh, it was kind of done. And Guy said, well, I'm going on tour. Now you're going to have to go play those, those riffs you played on the album. <laughs> Every that, night, live. Yeah, and so he went out on tour with Guy and he kept doing that until he until really he died. Until yeah. Guy died. He and that was in two thousand sixteen. He play, played Guy's last show with him. Yeah. That, I, that and guy I, played and I think Old Friends came out in about eighty five, somewhere around somewhere around there. Right. And so yeah, he he played he's played with him since then. Yeah. Um and for those of you that listen to the podcast You've heard us talk about Verlin before. You may have heard, you should have heard uh, the guitar slinger with Verlin, which oh, yeah. was, um, I'm not going to lie. It's my favorite episode of the guitar slingers <laughs> yeah. because we went, he was playing a show in Dallas and yeah. dad, your dad just emailed him or called him, whatever, and said, hey, could Jack film his guitar slinger show? with you <laughs> and Berlin being Berlin is just sure come on we're setting up and sound checking we'll film it and had, and so we went out to Port David's pub in Dallas and recorded the guitar slinger which was again it's my favorite episode it was that <laughs> good it was awesome and then hung out watched another Berlin show which is always hung out in the Guy Clark green room at oh, Port David, yeah. which is a nice little circle. I, I believe they, they put that there because, uh, uh, at the old, yeah, at Poor the, David, uh, the old Poor David's, uh, uh, guy played a show there and he kept complaining how there was no, no green, green room. room. Yeah. And so when they, they built the new one, they put in the green yeah. room and called it the Guy Clark green room. But it was green fun room. to hang out with Verlin and the Guy Clark green room. It's yeah. fun to hang out with Verlin whenever. Yeah. I asked, I asked him some questions about all the things. Yeah. I think he <laughs> gave you advice on music and guitars yeah. and um, marriage. <laughs> so he gave you all sorts of advice. It was pretty fun. He's like, and that's the cool thing about He's like this all-knowing wizard. He is. He is this all-knowing wizard. I, <laughs> he's just so much fun. And then, I, I guess that, to conclude our, our Jack and Verlin encounters, so then you had an album coming out. Yeah. It just, it's just, I guess, to illustrate... The kind of guy Verlin is. Yeah. Is that you had this album coming out, mm -hmm. your live album. Mm -hmm. um, it happened to be released, like, on your birthday. Yeah. And so we were going to do a birthday show the night before your album was released. Yeah, so the night before my birthday. Yeah. And we really, and so, again, we're like, Verlin would be cool. Yeah. Hey, Brett, Major Dad, call him up. Hey, hey, can you see if Verlin can come do this show? <laughs> and of course, Verlin's like, sure, I'll come do a song swap with Jack. And he drove there to Fort Worth from Nashville. Yes. Just to, to, to play the to show, play the with, show me. with you. Yeah. He's so awesome. And I and I asked him some of how to play his songs. Yes. And yeah. uh and I think yeah, and yeah. and I I don't think I asked him this, but 
we were uh, we played uh, Dublin Blues together. We yes. song swapped the whole show, but right. uh, we played Dublin Blues together, and uh, and uh, we were in we were backstage and we were practicing, and I really I'd kind of knew how to do the the Dublin Blues riff, but then I saw. Verlin do it and it was so much better <laughs> and so I started doing it like Verlin and it's so much more fun right and it sounds so much better just casually a guitar lesson with Verlin Thompson backstage yeah. <laughs> before you play a show with them yeah and and then I think before and after I asked him how to play a song Adelie yes it's, yeah which is one of my favorite Adelie Verlin is songs a beautiful song so beautiful definitely go listen to that it's on it's on the works album works album um, so his guitar playing is what we knew him for in the beginning. And he has a very, I feel like that that's kind of how we knew yeah. him. And also, I don't know how we haven't mentioned this, but he also co-wrote the guitar with Guy. Right. The, that eerie, and he, beautiful song, and, the guitar. And he came up with that lick and plays that lick on the album. And you know, just, or just nonchalantly, live, or like at, around a campfire, or wherever yeah. he'll he. That's the thing. He's so approachable, yeah, and so casual, yes. But the expert level of his playing is always there. Yeah, he's like is, he's like a hillbilly Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's very hillbilly. No, not hillbilly. But like that kind of guitar playing. But not electric. Yeah. 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 Like he does pick that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it when he tells stories about his mom or his wife. He's so sweet. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I enjoy him a lot. But that's part of it too. And that's what you get in the songwriting is that approachability that he has. You feel like he's this telling you this story, yeah. While you're listening to a CD, and yeah, and also how, like, there's a lot of things in like some songs where it's a murder ballad, and it's like, this is cool, but I've never heard anything about this. But all the things that, well, I guess not all, but most of the things that uh, that Verlin writes about, you're just like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you, you know that feeling. And, right. Well, and but it, then he does things like El Toro. Oh, I love that one. Spanish bull roaming the countryside. And it's like he puts you in, I feel like I'm like a partner to the bull as he has these. Yeah. Like, roams the countryside. Oh, like, he just draws so cool. you in. But then you have that beautiful musicianship and also that goes how, with it. I love how, and El Toro, how... Uh, El Toro is a family favorite, just in yeah. case Verlin didn't so, already know, because we request it every time. <laughs> but, we like El uh, Toro. But El Toro, so, uh, so El Toro escapes from the from having to fight. Right. Because he didn't want to fight. Right. And so, uh, and then it says, there's, there's footprints in the sand and, uh, but no one can find him anywhere. And then it doesn't say if it was El Toro or not. Right. But it alludes that El Toro 
is now uh, just like another animal on a farm. Right. And he gets rode into town. And yeah, it's. I, I love amazing. how Verlin does that, that there's. He leaves space in there for uh-huh. you to to decide how it all goes sometimes. And then he says some about that uh, no one knows what uh, he does when the sun goes down. Right, some, some, yeah. Some along those lines. I, it's a cool... He's just a great storyteller. He and, is. And, and that's, the, that's what you get. But, everything. you know, I feel like it's the storyteller part of him that is what takes him to the next level. Yeah. Even though we've gone on all this time about the guitar playing and the songwriting and how he's just this super nice guy, but his ability to tell a story and and weave it all together and but he does that with the guitar too. When he's yes. playing that guitar, if he's not saying a word, he's still telling you a story with it. He is. And, yeah. And this and the songwriting when he's writing those songs, He's telling the story, but he's not forcing the story down your throat. Yeah. It's a very cooperative type thing that y- mm-hmm. you're a part of it. And and I've also, and I think part of what makes him such a superior storyteller is watch Ferlin, watch the audience. Yes. He feeds off their reactions in a very mm-hmm. interesting and way. He'll just talk to people in the audience. Oh. <laughs> just casually. He'll just chat. Yeah. yeah. While he's yeah. playing the show. Right. Yeah. And uh, playing impressive guitar licks as he's just saying, well, how's your wife? How's it going? Yeah. How's your mom? <laughs> and, and, he, and there's people that have known him for years who still when he's around will always go see his show yes which right. just shows you how amazing like Berlin lifelong is. friends that yeah. still can't wait to come and watch his show oh yeah and i don't know if it's on amazon anymore but there was there's this amazing documentary on berlin and i've never seen that but yeah y'all if if you have access to it definitely go watch that even if you have to uh, pay a thousand dollars for it. <laughs> it's worth, it's it. worth it. Okay, that's awesome. But that—that's part of it. I think that just Verlin, the storyteller, is a pretty cool thing. Yeah, it's very. It's it's the part of him that I feel like is what um, sets him apart. Yeah, and everything. And. Uh, a lot of the stories that he goes through in the show, he tells them in his songs, too. Right. He'll, yeah. like, tell you a story, and then he'll play you the song that's about the same thing. And then he might tell you more of the story, and then that story goes into the next song. Right. And th- yeah. Or he'll tell you about his mom. and yeah. then And then a few songs later, he's singing about his mom, but you're... Because he's woven the whole thing together in such a way, you're so invested, and you only know about his mom because he told you about his mom in the first of the show, but by the time he gets to it in, like, song five or six, you feel like you know her. Yeah. (laughs) Which is, that's such a powerful thing Mm -hmm. that he has. And, yeah, and so... He goes through. Yeah, we and, love Berlin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I feel like we just keep talking about the same thing over and over again because 
you just can't stop. No, no, I know. And okay. once this whole quarantine is over, the first thing you should do is go see a Verlin concert. Amen. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. It's but, on my list. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So, uh, but I think. Well, I have a question. Is there anything in the Guy Clark Verlin realm that we didn't cover? I think we got it pretty well. Yeah. I like, mean, well, he produced a bunch like he produced Boats to Build, the al- the Guy right. Clark album. He and, and w- co-wrote several songs with right. him. Right. He also sang some songs with him. Right. He um He's uh, he sings a song with him on the on the album went Workbench songs. Right. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Like Verlin traveled with Guy and mm-hmm. and performed live with them, but he also performed on the album versions yeah, for a lot, he did. a lot of the album. And he was also like Guy's best friend too. <laughs> they, he was always around. Yeah, and it's very cool. Yeah. Um, if you ever see him live, we won't tell the whole story here. Um, make sure that he tells the story about how he got his guitar, because <laughs> that's a <laughs> oh, cool that's story. A good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think we should end it. Because we've talked about all the things, and we could go on and on about how he's the nicest guy around. Because you'd probably just go on about the same things, right? Because you just can't stop once you get there. No, no, I know, and you never want his shows to end. I never want his shows to be over because I just, I feel like that there's another story there that Uh I'm missing out on another Verlin story. I feel like Verlin is one of the ones that. I wish I would have known since I was three. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I get that completely. And, I mean, in all reality, you've gotten to know Verlin a big chunk of your life. Like a quarter of your life. <laughs> almost. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Um, And that was one of the things I remember you asking on the Guitar Slinger what... Verlin loved about music the most. Yes. And he said that the thing that he loved about it the most was that, you know, he never had kids. But so, like, there's this kid walking down the street. He wouldn't necessarily know to say hey to you. Mm-hmm. But once y'all both have that guitar in your hands, suddenly... I believe the word to use is we're brothers. You're brothers. Yeah. There's this immediate connection and music has given him that uh-huh. and he values it and he, yeah. he appreciates it and he honors it Yeah. by driving from Nashville to Fort Worth to play an album release show with you or <laughs> with the, with the, with the 11 year old kid. Yeah. Or, you know, just or going out on the road with Guy when Guy was not in great health and Mm -hmm. it was hard travel and it was a lot, you know, but Mm -hmm. he has such a a, an honor about him towards other musicians and the music himself itself. And and he feels it's comes off as he feels honored to be able to play music. Mm-hmm. as his living um yeah. and that's really cool and those are the type of people i love for you to hang around because yeah. it's it's a nice thing to see and try to emulate and also just something kind of unrelated but just to show you kind of how awesome tommy emmanuel is verlin said that 
that's he wished he was as good as Tommy Emmanuel, right. which is yeah. which is crazy because Verlin is amazing. And but I, I love that he has. Yeah, he's still humble. He's so yeah, he's humble. so humble. Yes, he is. Okay, so I'm gonna end it with. I don't know if I could say my favorite Verlin song. I like what's the one about his wife? Uh. Well, there's two. There's Mike and Betty's daughter. That's the one. Mike and Betty's daughter. I yeah. love that one. I love El Toro, and I love Adelie. Yes. Yeah. Those I don't know if I could pick my favorite of those. songs. Um, so. But, yeah, definitely go check out everything that involves Verlin. Yeah. Are you going to tell your favorite song? Oh, well, uh, Adelie. Right. Uh, probably uh, Dinner Bell. I love Dinner Bell. And I thought you would say Dinner Bell. And uh, there's one more. I can't remember the name of it, but it's the other one he did for his wife. That isn't Mike and Betty's daughter. Oh, you know what? I like uh, uh, Gone But Not Forgotten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a really good song, too. Yeah. So. Um, but he has a ton of them. You should check out his whole, whole catalog of music because mm -hmm. it is. He also has this. Uh, uh, he has several albums, but he also has this really good uh, live album where it's actually live at a house concert. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So definitely go check out. Again, all things Verlin. Yeah. All things Verlin. Verlin Thompson. We've just been calling yeah. him Verlin. Like. Everyone should know, yeah, and they but, should. But, but Verlin Thompson, yeah, he's amazing. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Again, this is Jack Barks, Sales Root Survival. Uh, and, uh, oh, yeah, go check out Rocket Music Gear. Again, they are amazing. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> well, hope to see you next time. 